Hello, everybody. This is the Manoli's Musings podcast. I'm your host, Manoli, and I am here with our very first, very first guest. This is a good friend of mine. I went to high school with him, and actually, I think I've known him for too long. He's kind of, he's kind of, I think I've had enough of you, but I let you on the show because, I don't know, I guess I'm desperate. This is my good friend, Sam English. Uh, Sam, hello. Thank you for coming on. How are you? Where are you? Uh, I am in Copenhagen, Denmark right now, um, studying abroad, and I'm, I'm honored to be the first guest on the podcast. Um, oh, well, you should be, you should be. So what are you doing in Denmark? Why, what made you decide to go there? Well, so it's my senior year, so it is a little bit weird because I graduate in like two months. Um, but uh, because of COVID, everything got delayed. So I'm one of the, the old kids that's kind of here uh, messing around it's actually kind of funny because i only need two of the credits that i'm that i'm taking here so I'm, the rest i'm here so i don't get fined the, the, like the marshawn lynch line uh <laughs> but yeah just kind of bumming around in europe uh until you know i actually have to work well you know i mean that's a good excuse to go to denmark i, I imagine you know yeah hey, as well now you've but you've studied abroad quite a lot right yeah, so early on in college, I went to Chile and Peru um, on two different trips, uh, but those were only a month long, so they're a little bit uh, different, and I was only taking one class, so I feel like those were kind of chock full of a lot more shit or, that, that we were doing. Yeah. I'm already swearing. Yeah, it's, it's okay, it's okay. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, very uh, a very different sort of approach. This is much more like you are in the city and you have like a full class load. Uh, so a little bit less uh, independent travel. Uh, but what we do have is really extreme. I actually just got back from Berlin. I spent uh, an entire week there. So uh, how was that? What'd you do? Tell us. All sorts of stuff. I, Berlin is, uh, I, I really didn't understand how big it was till I arrived. Um, and it, it's kind of a city you can't really put your finger on. Um, there's a lot of New Yorkers here at DIS, which is the like the... Um, I don't know if we're allowed to say the names of the organizations we're with, but like the, the like, I, I, I don't know. That's up to you, man. <laughs> yeah. Say as much it, or as little as you want. It's the uh, um, like the study abroad thing here. Um, it's like study in Scandinavia. Um, what was I saying about this? Yeah, uh, there's a lot of people, yeah who are um, who are like part of this program. I guess they market a lot there, and a lot of the kids who were there in Berlin were like, "This reminds me of home." Um, and I kind of get that it's just this gigantic modern, but also historical city. Um, and I, I guess my perception of it before I went, it was like informed by war movies and things and like the American perception of Germans. So it was very much like, uh, kind of a surprise to arrive in the city. That's like, it's the seat of Nazism and like, <laughs> like the inside of the Berlin wall. And then you show up and it's sunny and there's birds singing and beautiful houses. And you're like, whoa, okay. This is a very different sort of city than I thought it was going to be. So, Sam, uh, we got to talk. I mean, you're a film guy, right? Yes. Yeah, certainly. You, you want to be a screenwriter, correct? Still? Well, I, I've studied screenwriting. Whether or not that ends up where I, where I go is going to be kind of crazy, um, mainly because you have to go to film school and I, I have, you know, like $1,000 to my name. So that's not going <laughs> to happen <laughs> anytime soon. But yeah, it's actually kind of funny because uh, I took a break from my film homework to do this podcast and I was just watching a Werner Herzog movie. Uh, so, uh, yeah, no, uh, I know what you want to talk about though. So go ahead. Well, what, what did you watch? I'm sorry. I didn't catch that. Oh, it was a, a Gary, the wrath of God. I hope I'm oh. not spluttering the pronunciation of it, but, um, yeah, very strange film from the seventies about conquistadors. 
Interesting, interesting. Now we we got to talk about. Did you watch the Academy Awards last night? So I didn't, uh, just because uh, the you know the time difference. Um, mm-hmm. But I did in the morning wake up and get on Reddit and see everything that uh, <laughs> that transpired or the the main event. Um, uh, that I will rob your thunder. You're the host. <laughs> no, no. I mean, I just I didn't watch it either because I don't know. I haven't watched it in years, and it's just um, oh my gosh. I mean, what? It's totally out, out of, I mean, it was crazy. I thought it was a joke at first when I saw the clip. I was like, what is this? I had no idea what was going on. So I went on YouTube and it was like a breakdown of, of Will Smith slapping Chris Rock across the face. I'm like, this has to be fake. I didn't even pay attention to it. Mm-hmm. And then he did. I'm just like, oh my gosh. Like, like I mean, uh, what do you think? Was, was it justified? So I don't really know because, I, uh, like I said, I didn't watch it. And I understand that Chris Rock made some sort of joke um, about his wife. And the whole meme is that he laughed at the joke and then his wife got angry and then he went up and slapped him. And I, I don't know the truth of what, what actually tr- uh, transpired. I, <laughs> I do think it's a lot to go up and slap someone during an award show on stage um, and, then at, and then just walk away like, you know, it doesn't matter. Uh, depending on what they said, I mean, I'm not trying to devalue it. If he truly insulted his wife and it was like, God, like you shouldn't have done that. But uh, yeah, that's, you've seen the video. It's so surreal. You're like this, there's no way this isn't a bit, you know, like, oh yeah. Oh, Will Smith is angry, but that's not his personality. <laughs> so like, it's a really weird, I like WWE reality. Well, what, what Chris Rock said was, is that it, his wife, Jada, she has alopecia, so she, she lost her hair, basically. So he made a joke saying there was a movie called G.I. Jane or something. Yeah. And, he, and in the movie, the person shaves her head to join the army. So he made a joke saying that Jada was going to be in the next G.I. Jane, which I think it was, I, to be honest with you, I think the joke was stupid and tasteless. But I don't know, you can't just walk up and hit people on, you know, in front of millions of people, you know also a comedian like there have been hosts of the oscars before like ricky gervais or like um uh seth mcfarlane i think like who who have really pushed the line of like how far i think seth mcfarlane hosted that of what you can put on the yeah oscars. yeah no one did. got up and like beat them up you know like so it's kind of but yeah like it's like you said like he was laughing right and then he yeah. looks over at jada and he is she gives him the look she's like you better take care of this and he goes up there and I got to give it to Chris Rock, man. He stood there. He took it. He laughed. He, he even yeah. touched his face. He, he didn't swing back. He's he probably was so shocked. He's just like, it's like Will Smith just slapped me. And he's just, <laughs> yeah. he's going. And then I, I don't I mean, know. But honestly, it's like I saw a thing. It was like if that had been The Rock and not Chris Rock, Will Smith <laughs> wouldn't have done a damn thing. And I think that's true. No, because let's, let's look at it like that way. Like, okay. Yeah, Chris Rock made a stupid joke, but at the same time, it's like you got to go up there and, and slap, not even punch, by the way, slap someone across the face who's like a foot shorter than you. It's like, come on. It was a little, I thought it was kind of cowardly. And I just walked away. And Will Smith, when he walked away, he looked like he was cracking up. Yeah, like one on. It's so yeah, weird. I, I mean, I, I'm hesitant to choose a side in it because I really like this morning I got on Snapchat and one of these uh, one of the friends that I follow on it was like she had a whole thing on her story. She was like, you know what? Smith was totally justified. Rock's been doing this for too long, like all this. stuff. So I feel like I feel like I may not know everything about it, but I've just like 
the, the actual act of going up on stage and slapping a comedian, I just cannot, I, I, you know, I know you don't, we shouldn't get political in it. No, in no, please. Personally, uh, like that's a, a political debate. Like what can you say? Right. That, no, that, that, that's true. But, but he's like, lucky they didn't throw him out. It did. But the thing that was more awkward is that he actually won the Oscar after yeah. that. I had to give a speech. And in the speech, he's like, he's like, I've been called on to spread love to all people. I'm like, I guess Chris Rock was <laughs> But oh that aside, that aside, I mean, that's crazy. I mean, I feel like the Academy's got to be beside themselves. They, they get all this publicity, right? They got to be happy. Like- yeah, no, it's it's got to be good. It's kind of like the the Moonlight um, La La Land thing years ago, where it's just yeah. like, I mean, if you have some sort of really dramatic thing happen on stage, everyone's going to be talking about it. So yeah, I guess it's a good thing. But man, and it, the film that won also that that's another thing we could talk about. Like, I I feel like I all the films I watched this year are not the films that won anything. So I I, I was wrong, like, like in terms of what I wanted to watch. I haven't been to the movies. I, I not not like that. Not like those movies. I saw the, I saw like Spider Man. I think that was the last yeah. movie I saw. But I digress. Sam, uh, maybe we should talk about how we kind of became friends. So you came to you came to my school. We went to a small school, yeah. private school in Charleston. You came sophomore year. Now what happened is your school closed down, and then you came over here with a bunch of other people from that school. What was it like coming into a whole new school? It was really different because, uh, okay, so like the school I originally went to was this like, its nickname was the Covenant, like it's a Covenant school versus an evangelical. We went to, it was, they were both Christian prep schools. But a Covenant school is like, we would jokingly refer to it as the cult because it's like, they, (laughs) and I don't want to, it's so difficult not to get to like, it's not that it's political, but to get like social, like, yeah, you don't want to, but, uh, but like, it was to the level where it's like, they, they're indoctrinating you kind of into the teachings that they have. And you have to sign these, like the parents have to sign statements to have enroller kids there. They're like, I believe in all of this stuff, like, like, like the 10 commandments on it and stuff like that. Uh, so a very different sort of environment. So then I come over to first Baptist and it's this like way bigger school. And rather than making people sign statements, it's kind of like a, a micro uh, public school with Christian teachers. So it's a very different sort of uh, makeup, but yeah. Yeah, I, did. I, I think it's funny you say it was a way bigger school when our graduating class had 48 people in it. Yeah, so, yeah. it is. Yeah. <laughs> but we, we kind of like 12 people, but yeah. yeah. But we kind of had similar interests. So we did, what did we do together? We did. We did shows together. We did debate team together. We did student government together. What do you have any fond memories of any of that that you want to share? We did everything. I mean, shoot, it, it's kind of funny because yeah, I called a bigger school, but then it was like there was the crew. It was almost like a sitcom where you have like all these characters who are all interacting with each other in every single club, right? Um, but yeah, no, I, I we could talk about anything. I mean, you choose. I'll 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 talk about it. For me, it was probably, well, that, okay, so me and Sam and everyone else in the class, you know, we were all thought we knew everything, right? Yeah. Back in the day. So we were always arguing with each other. It was, it just kind of got to the point where they're like, they're like, okay, since you want to argue with each other so much, we're going to make a debate team. 
And so we ended up, we basically what ended up happening was we ended up going to this meet and we had already ripped each other, to, each other to shreds so much that we actually went out and we just beat everyone else. I mean, and you, you won something, right? What did you win? I was, uh, yeah, no, yeah, to, to dust, you know, my, dust off my laurels or whatever. I uh, got a high, or what was it, speaking points champion or whatever. It was some you, you sort of like, like I, I had gotten a lot of points in terms of like when I had addressed the, the room. Um, but we didn't win overall in the debate. That was like a, a different school. But I, but I did, which was wrong because oh, I just kicked the, the table in middle of middle school. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it was funny because no one like prepared for the debate at all, and it was it was weird because we like, we showed up and everyone was like, man, we're like locked in. We have like all of these like I had a binder full of like information, and then these kids had like never even done a mock debate before. So I remember at the very end of the debate, like every single team from our school had won trophies and we were like yep. throwing them into the back of like our teacher's, our teacher's car. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, God, like, yeah, yeah. We, we swept. It was fun. And then we have to talk about the student government because what, what happened was, is that not to, not to brag, but I was elected the president of all the schools in our little like our conference basically. And so I was the, I was the elected the student body president of all the private schools in South Carolina. And I had to pick someone to appoint to a position. And one of the people I picked was Sam. And so we, we had, that was, that was a lot of fun stuff. Uh, do you have any memories, impressions of the, the trips up to Myrtle beach? So it was such a bad experiment, you know, like, like they're like, okay, what if we got every single high school kid, in the state and in the independent schools like student government and put them all in the same hotel together see what happens and i don't know why they didn't think or why they thought that was going to work and not turn into like frat hotel oh it, it was it was a free-for-all is what it was <laughs> yeah. um god I, I feel like some of the stories from that i can't even tell like like we were gonna, like it will get the podcast removed but like so, <laughs> not, not that we did anything like i did anything but like the things that were happening. Oh, so that, I did. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> like, no, no, no. <laughs> but like just the things that were happening, even the halls or like random people would run by. Like it was just some wild, um, you know, just like party, party in Myrtle Beach. Um, yeah. And, and the one thing that I always remember, and I don't know if you want to bring this up, but uh, do it for state will always be a memory that was. Oh, like, so yeah. The, the controversy. Yeah. Do it for Skiza. Um, yeah. yeah. So. There's this Instagram page and it was, we had to design t-shirts for the meeting, right? And there was this Instagram page at the, at the time called Do It For State. It was kind of like the college party kid thing. And so we put Do It For Skis, D-I-F-S or some stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Somehow they figured out what it was that it was like this, this thing and the supervisor got magic. She's like, she's like, how, how could you let this happen? I'm like, I don't know. I didn't design this shirt. What do you want from me? I'm not a design guy. I'm just the, I'm just the figurehead. I'm like, oh, yeah. the point is that we didn't get t-shirts that year. But then, Sam, the one, can you recall the story about my uh, sleep, sleep talking? Because we had to bunk together, remember? Yeah, yeah, we were, okay, so we're sharing the same bed in the hotel. There are some other students who are there who are also part of student government in the room. God, this has been so long. We're going to have to, like, remember it properly. So help me through it if, if um, but yeah. So I'm, like, sleeping in bed, and, and I'm, I wake up. I'm kind of in a weird, like, gray area. 
the Manolis next to me and starts speaking. But <laughs> what was it? Oh yeah, it was. Um, what are you doing? Like, he, he, like you're getting mad. You're like, what are you doing? Like, like yelling. And I'm like, what the hell is happening in his dream? And you go, I knew this would happen. And bringing that towel in here, like <laughs> you were like furious about a towel, and then you started breaking off into Italian, like, like yeah, so which is like, weird because I don't. Or Italian gibberish, whatever it was. Um, and I was like, what the? It's been only like possessed next to me in the, <laughs> the student I think you, thing. I think you woke me up and then you, you like started freaking out. You turned the TV up to like 100 to try to get me to wake <laughs> up. Or sit. You went crazy. You're, you had some moments, my friend. And now we also did choir together. Would you, would you like to recall the, our senior year, Lessons and Carols, what happened? Oh, my God. You haven't covered this yet on the podcast. I, I did a, talk about it, but I'd like your perspective. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh my God. So yeah. So if uh, for regular listeners of the podcast, um, you this is the story about the kid who. <laughs> Let's set it up. Set it up. You, you, okay. So it's like the rider. Show, it's the big thing, and the Christmas show like every year. I, I don't know if any anyone who's listening went to like um, a preparatory school where like Christmas was like the big thing because it's like Christian and all the stuff. And we all come in, we're lined up on these like uh, stands that are like leveled and like, go back on the stage. And we're high up there. It's not like this wasn't like a minor thing. I remember being like kind of high up on that thing. And we're singing, doing our thing. Um, and this kid like in front of us has locked his knees and just falls and bowls through all the children beneath him. Like, like absolutely he's laughing <laughs> like like absolutely just takes out every single kid it's so bad to laugh at this and we're standing right above it so we just watch you know like his we body saw all the carnage wire below us and, and it like, wasn't just the fact that he fell i mean there was like it's because we were in the back and he was one below us so he took out like every other kid and it was you know since our school was k through 12 we had like like second and third graders there and this yeah. kid just completely wiped them out I mean, they fell it was like like bowling pins and then it did he was laying there and i think it was like blood it was horrible dude yeah no he he literally he hit he hit the marble of the stage and there was blood coming out of his nose or whatever and then i remember down the aisle a man gets up and yells my son and like <laughs> runs down the aisle I swear to God, I'm like, I'm not making this up. This actually happened. I remember. <laughs> the poor guy. No wonder. I don't blame him. I, I feel like this is going to get out. Like, it's like, uh, yeah, Sam laughed at the. Laughing that we're laughing at <laughs> yeah. this kid. Falling. He was yeah. okay. Okay. He was, was fine. fine. Yeah. They, he was, he was, they, uh, a little, he, the kid was fine. Okay. Let's just put that out there. Um, but I remember we're like. Horrible people. <laughs> yeah. Well, no, but it but was it, funny. It was funny in the moment. It wasn't funny in retrospect either. Like, because they. Someone comes up and like, like you know, make sure he has like a pulse, and then goes, "Oh my by the God. grace of God, it he wasn't that dramatic." What? Make sure, make he has a pulse. He, the kid didn't die. Okay, we're not laughing about death here, but the kid fainted. He was okay. Okay, it's not. It's, um, it was so just because I don't know why it was so funny. It was just like the scene, like we're singing these Christmas songs, and then all of a sudden, there's just a gasp, and this kid just completely wipes out i mean thank god he was fine if he wasn't fine i wouldn't laugh about it but since he is fine i'll laugh about it i guess that makes no sense no it was but... 
but I, you know, just the things that went on at our school were just, there's so many things we could say. So many things we probably shouldn't say. There's so many things we could say. Now, Sam, you, you went to, you yeah, go to Walker God. College nominally, right? What do you, how do you like yeah, Walker? Sorry, right, the, the internet connection. Got a little... You're fine. Yeah, I can hear you. How do you like Wofford? Do you like it there? Yeah. Yeah, Wofford's a trip. Uh, it's it's all over the place in terms of – I'm probably the wrong person to ask because – Yeah, well, you you kind of like, – you haven't really been there because you've been studying abroad so much. Yeah, I've been all over the place, and it's been a little while since I've been there. Wofford is one of those places, and I also – so. You know, who knows who listens to this podcast? There is the possibility that one of my residents listens to yeah. it. And I was like, God, that, that horrible, you know, individual. So I, I apologize unless you were doing something horribly wrong, which then I don't. But like, I was a resident assistant for two years. Um, and, you know, you see all sides of humanity. <laughs> because whenever something it. happens... On the you know on your hall you get a phone call from like campus safety and you have to show up and my god dude some kids <laughs> do do you have any particular stories you want to hear or like or, no I I don't know I wasn't there so yeah it's it's yeah I guess but like it's um yeah I I don't really know how to explain it like I think that um the real thing about college students is that they have no shame. <laughs> or maybe that I like I guess I'm motivated by things that people don't aren't motivated by I'm like if, if the police yelled at me or something in the hall I would stop some kids they don't or, or like you know when I see a urinal and I'm drunk in like a bathroom my immediate inclination is not to tear it out of the wall <laughs> <laughs> but I think that kids have a different like way of thinking about stuff um, tear it out the wall yeah, no, they, that's they, something you had to respond to. No, well, so that that's more like a, you know, like an anecdote. I think that the one thing that we had and this, this was kind of crazy to me. Um, there's like some, I think it's like a Robert Heinlein quote, or I forget who it was. Um, but someone says like the, the main problem with designing something, oh, it's Douglas Adams. The main thing that's wrong with designing something completely foolproof is that people underestimate the ingenuity of complete fools, you know? And it, it's one of those things where like, kids would get drunk and like they would destroy stuff but instead of like like just tearing it with brute force they would like take it apart like he was like like there was one kid who like literally he came from another college and like deconstructed the window in one of the dorms like there was a, a stairwell window and he like took it out panel by panel drunk at like three in the morning <laughs> like and then we had we like found him on campus and they brought him in for questioning at like the station they were like, okay, did you do, where were you at like three last night? And he goes, oh, obviously down at the frat house. You know, I wasn't doing anything wrong. And they go, are you sure this wasn't you? And they hold up like a security camera picture. And it was like comical, like Looney Tunes level of like him just like <laughs> smiling, holding the panels, like in the camera, like LOL on his way out the door. So yeah, some really, uh, my favorite of all of the incidents was that we had, and I feel bad, like I'm talking about this, who knows who will hear, but you know what, I, I retired, so. But, You're retired, uh, say what you want. <laughs> there was this one thing where I got a call from campus safety and they were like, okay, I feel bad also that I'm talking so much. I, I know it's, it's middle East music. You're the guest, you know. you're the guest, go ahead. Um, I got a call uh, like 
from campus safety, they go, okay, we need you to come in. So I come in, they have these like security cameras all over the place. And this was often that some kid would do something they'd have to have like an identification or something. And I was the person to call for that dorm. Um, but they said, okay, so a bunch of kids last night punched a tree down. So they didn't have like an ax or anything. They like destroyed a tree with like their feet and their hands and stuff. It was like a small, like sapling sort of tree, but it was big enough that it was like kind of impressive. And they were like, they destroyed a tree on campus and it has disappeared. We watched them all carry it off drunk. We have no idea where it went. And I'm like, okay. And they're like, so if you see it, let us know. I'm like, all right, okay, whatever. So two weeks go by and then we're responding to some other like incident, like someone that smelled weed or something. We had to go to a room. We go in and in the center of this kid's dorm room in a freshman like dorm room, the tree has been dragged in and is positioned in like, a, like an oblique angle against the ceiling. It's like scratched the entire ceiling. That's <laughs> like, it's like rotting now because it's been oh. dead so long. So there's like leaves and like pine needles and stuff like all over the place. It looked like a woodland scene that they were trying to create. <laughs> and we were like, what the, why is this in here? And the, the real question was like, okay, I get it. You guys were drunk, you brought it in. Like, why didn't you take it out? And they go, well, we brought it in when we were drunk. We don't know how to get it unwedged from a, like into the ceiling. So we, we decided <laughs> to believe it. I'm like, that's, yeah, okay. So that, that's my, uh, my one RA story. I, I don't, you know, I've, I, I've done, you know, my fair share of college, you know, partying and whatnot, but I never got the urge to destroy things. I don't know where that comes from. I don't know. I, I, I see it all the time. People, they just, they steal street signs and they destroy things. I never, I never got the urge to do that. I don't know why. The real thing is the, um, and I feel like I see this all the time now, is kids stealing traffic cones. Have you seen this? Or like, yes, yeah. yes. I know, I know plenty of people that steal traffic codes. They keep them in their dorm. I'm like, why do I want this ugly traffic? I don't understand it. It's like, what do you want? It's like, where does it come from? I don't know where the desire, like, where the desire when you've had a couple of drinks is to go steal things. But, you know, I don't, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything, Sam, anymore. It's I don't know anything about anything. That's what Socrates said, right? Yeah, no. He was the smartest mm -hmm. of all the Greeks for that reason. But I, I, yeah, you're talking very, to the smartest of all the Greeks. Okay. <laughs> Do you, you have any, have... any other stories, you know, it could be about me. It could be about something we did together. Any, anything that you want to say? Oh, can I tell the, uh, the scar needle story? If you censor it, sure. But I, how about, how would you tell it? And I'll listen. And because you were there, so you were, yeah, scared. yeah, I, yeah. I remember it. Uh, so me and Sam, we were in the Lion King together, and I was Scar, you were Mufasa, and I have to say, Sam, by the way, one of my favorite memories of high school was getting to kill you, um, but <laughs> <laughs> we're trying on our costume, and I go to put on my pants. They have made these, these costumes for us. It was a very nice thing, and you're standing there. I'm talking to you, and I pull these pants on, and I go, oh, and you're like, what happened? I said, they stuck a needle in my they had put a needle right in the crotch of the pants and I had my mic on and I said, they stuck a needle in my, I can't say it because yeah. my mother will kill me, but let's just say it was uh, not a pretty sight. It, it was, was, it yeah. was bad, right? Well, Am I some kid busted in right after that and went, Manoli, your mic is on. And it was like, <laughs> 
well, I don't, they got to check these things, you know? It's funny that uh, also doubling back that you'd say that your favorite, one of your favorite high school memories was killing me because <laughs> I, I love that. I, w- I remember asking at the beginning of the production, and mind you, this is a small Christian school production once again. So like, you know, we had some. Uh, it was not Broadway by any means. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so Scar's going to throw me into the, uh, you know, the wildebeest herd to die, right? How are we going to do that? Am I going to like fall on a mat or something? And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. We'll get to it later. You know, and then <laughs> by the time Showtime rolled around, it was like this tiny little, I don't even know, maybe like four feet up in the air rock. Maybe it was, it was yeah, it, it was, was basically a, like a bench that had been converted <laughs> to look like a rock. It was, it, it, it go on. So I'm like kneeling at the bench, like with my hands up on it. And I'm like, Scar, you know, yeah, um, you know, help me, brother. And and you're like, long live the king, which was, you know, uh, you know, and then you throw me off. But for the choreography of the scene, I had to get from like mid stage out to the outer stage where the curtain would fall and I would still be visible. So the way to do that was to flounder. <laughs> Like ridiculously, like like Gumby sort of thing, like, <laughs> the, like and like roll and scream and like all this stuff, just this absolute nonsense uh, move. He had to like roll, like he had to roll like a good twenty to twenty five feet. It was very amusing every time I did. Every time we did it, I I had to stop myself from from laughing. No offense, but it was no. It was well, I mean. No, it was funny. It, it robbed all the emotional potency out of the scene. It's like, help me. And then it's like, ah, like and he's like rolling. It's like a, like a, <laughs> like it turned, turned the Lion King into freaking, I don't know, the, the three stooges. It just yeah, yeah. It was God. And then um, my other character was Pumbaa. So then they dressed me up like a warthog and I was trying not to like gore children backstage <laughs> around like a barrel around me. Yeah. Oh, man. Oh gosh. Well, so how, what do, you, what do you think about Denmark? Do you like it? Yeah, it's really interesting. I think being here, um, it's weird because I feel like Denmark's a, a lot in like the international kind of conversations, especially in terms of like society. We, once again, not getting political, um, but like coming here, it's a very different kind of world. Um, and it, it's weird because like, I didn't know what I thought about Denmark before I came here exactly. I was like, oh, it's a socialist utopia. And like, they have Viking history, question mark. But like, it coming here has been um, kind of enlightening that like, things aren't perfect. Um, it's it's definitely its own country with its own issues and kind of fascinating stuff. And we don't need to get into it. Like, yeah. I know you don't want to keep the podcast that way. But uh, yeah, there's some cool stuff though. Like, uh, you can redeem bottles for money, uh, which is kind of cool. And yeah, so like there's like a place across the street, you like put the bottles in this little hole and it like it will uh, give you a little receipt and you can take it into the store and get money back. And you can make some some cash at it. So whenever they have parties in Denmark, Danes will there will be Danes gigantic like grocery bags and they'll go out and like just collect as many cans as possible and like make bank at it. So it's kind of cool. Sounds genius to me. Yeah, it's some cool stuff. Um, How's the food there? What do you like the food? What do you eat? So the food's weird because it's a lot like America where like there's just like a lot of stuff uh, all over the place. Um, like on my block, there's like five shawarma places for some reason. Um, so I'm actually eating a lot of shawarma in Denmark. Um, I, they eat some weird stuff that I haven't tried. The main thing that they're famous for apparently is sausages. 
Um, and I must say the sausages are delicious. They're like these big fat, they're called Polson, I think, like these big fat sausages. And they serve them in mini baguettes. They like holler out a baguette and shove oh. it in. Um, although I have been pranked because they fill them with cheese sometimes a little bit. And I was in an elevator the other day eating one and I took a bite out of it and the bottom of like the sausage busted out and she sprayed across the elevator onto a Dane. <laughs> like, oh, that's sick. There with like a hot dog in my mouth, like, oh, uh, sorry about that. <laughs> He's just like super angry, like wiping cheese off of his <laughs> Oh, that's awful. What did yeah. you even say? I mean, how do you come back from that? I, I just like had a muted like, so I'm so sorry. You know, like, and he was like, he just waved his hand at me and walked out of the elevator. Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's great. Uh, That's <laughs> only you, only to you would this happen. Maybe to me. That's something yeah, that would happen to me, but definitely you, you, you would have that. Um, yeah. I, I feel bad, like not having as many anecdotes about Copenhagen, but I feel like as a, as a city, it's not, it's not like being in Paris or something like that where, um, I think culturally, and I mean, also it's very similar to America, except when I go down the street, I have no idea what everyone's saying. Um, well, there you go. Yeah. So when, when do you come back? Uh, I come back in May, unless I get an internship in Europe, which may be something that I'm Ooh, gunning for. An internship um, in Europe. Yeah. Maybe so, not after this podcast. They might see you. They yeah, see you this guy. Well, this is, you know, Sam, this is a very prestigious podcast. You know, this is, this, we really, this is very high quality, as you can tell. Very high quality stuff going on. So no, I, I'm, I, I'm sure you're honored to have come on. No, I, I am actually. I mean, um, yeah, I know that you're, you're kind of joking, but I mean, you have a, a lot of listeners. So I was like looking at the thing. So like it's, it's gaining popularity. Next, the next Joe Rogan, hopefully. Yeah, well. Well, not, not quite, but yeah. <laughs> The fame, the fame level, the fame level. Yeah, let's 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 go with that. So, Sam, it was it's great seeing you again. I haven't talked to you in a minute. You know, face to face. Obviously, you've been gone, but it was great to see you. I really appreciate you coming on. Thank you, thank you for being the first guest. And you got anything else you want to say? Anything you want to say to me, Sam? Uh, I'm just really glad that I was able to come on. Thank you for uh, letting me come. Thank you to all the listeners for, uh, I don't know, like uh, putting up with me being on the podcast. I know it's usually for- Well, they, they're used to me, so you're a lot better, so. Well, no, no. <laughs> well, all right, um, Sam, I think that's okay. gonna be it. So it was good talking to you and you have a great rest of your day. What is dark in there? My gosh, what happened? Oh, it's getting dark already. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, he's, he, Manoli's watching me on a FaceTime and it's like, <laughs> It's like pitch black. I swear to God, it like there's a window. Yeah, it's still. Okay. I don't know what happened to the, the lights though. My yeah, but yeah. All right. Well, thank you, Sam. Thank you very much. So hopefully, yeah, you know, yeah, if they if they don't hate you, I'll bring you back on. But I'll probably okay. bring you back on anyway if at some point. So it was good That's to good. see you. Thanks for coming on, and have a great rest of your day. Well, there you go, people. That was my good friend, Sam. I'm uh, I'm so glad he came on, and uh, I hope to have more guests on. And, I really appreciate the fact that he he was able to come on and it was very nice of him. Uh, I'll probably see you again, probably either Wednesday or Friday, because Thursday I got my I got my performance, so I probably won't be able to to record that day. But in the meantime, I hope you have, I hope you enjoy. Thank you for listening, and remember to subscribe and like and all that all that other good stuff. And I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day.